Welcome to Short Course, episode 43 for November 23rd, 2018. I'm your host, Ben Barry. This past weekend was the rescheduled North Carolina section, which was originally going to be the, the weekend Florence, Hurricane Florence, ended up coming ashore and got canceled because of that. And so what was rescheduled was a, a level one match at one of the bigger ranges around here. Actually, the same range where it was supposed to be hosted, just run by the range itself instead of by the, the section and, and the, the uh, section coordinator. It felt very much like one of their monthly matches, which generally speaking is six to seven stages, depending on if they if they double up a classifier in, in with a speed shoot kind of thing. But this time they used all their bays, put up as many stages as they could, and so it turned out to be 11 stages with two bays doubled up. And so far the reaction seems to be seems to be pretty positive, I think, especially for those of us in the who live around here who, if nothing else, we do like the idea of racing against everyone else from North Carolina to sort of settle for this year, you know, who who uh, who takes the cake in each division. The the match accomplished that. Obviously, a lot of the competitors from other states who had travel plans or who would have had to make travel plans or get vacation uh, weren't able to make this match, which is what it is. It, it definitely, I'm, I'm glad that we had this rather than nothing. And I think as a match, it was it was good. I don't think it was perfect. I think it, it had a particular flavor for sure. Uh, there wasn't a single moving target in the entire match. There was a lot of long distance targets. It was it was a very challenging match in terms of shot difficulty. There was really only really only maybe two stages that really rewarded up close, fast shooting or shooting on the move, that kind of thing. Otherwise, it was it was a lot of stages where you had a position, especially in production, where you were shooting. There was a lot of shooting to 9, 10, and I can think of at least one spot where I, I actually planned to shoot to 11 just because there was no other way to slice it up. So it, it definitely was a, a stage that I think favored aiming and shooting accurately more so than, than shooting fast or shooting on the move a lot. Although I, I definitely think in some of the high cap divisions, especially open, there was probably a lot to be gained by shooting some of the open targets that were available sort of in transition between positions. There, there, was, there was probably some ground to be made up there, but as far as production goes, I did shoot my way to winning the division, mostly just by shooting a lot of points, not trying to shoot particularly fast, but just trying to avoid having to come back for any targets, avoid doing st any standing reloads. I did have to do one unplanned standing reload. But other than that, just when there was steel, go one for one. When there was paper, shoot it accurately, get alphas, and, and not have to shoot a lot of makeup shots. And it seemed to work out. I mean, so looking at the scores, the top... I'd say probably top six-ish people, the the folks who are either, so of those six, three are grandmasters, and two of them will probably be grandmasters within a year, if if not all of them. So, there, yeah, it, the fact that there were three grandmasters at this match still, uh, and, and there was there was still, you know, there was a lot of heat in production, which is cool. Uh, but, so I ended up shooting 93% of points for the match, and nobody actually I'm scrolling all the way down the results and practice score competitor. I'm, I'm actually literally not seeing anybody else there. So somebody else shot 91% of points. Uh, somebody shot 90%, somebody shot 89. But so this, if you can surmise from that, the, the this was definitely a match that, that really rewarded points for sure. And it definitely was a, a pretty high round count match. There were, there were a cool, a few cool shorter stages mixed in, but for the most part, it was a lot of 
27, 28, 29, 30, 32 ish round stages. And on those, you know, my attitude really was I, I wasn't going for the stage win. I was happy with coming in, you know, second or third as long as I was consistently second or third and didn't have any terrible train wrecks, wasn't dropping penalties, wasn't dropping a lot of deltas. And that ended up happening. So I didn't have any penalties for the match. I didn't have any mics. And I had three deltas across the match. And I can remember all three because all three of them kind of kind of pissed me off because I was really I was really working on the points at this match again, coming out of you know what I was talking about in, in episode 41 coming out of nationals. And so that that was a big emphasis. And, and I think it worked out. So let, let's talk about some of the stages. So we started my squad started on stage three, which is one of the doubled up bays. On what I actually, I, I liked stage three as a stage. I thought it was one of the more interesting stages of the match because it was a 15 round medium course. It had, so you, you drew to a three plate plate rack and then had to move maybe seven to 10 yards downrange where you had four targets off to your right where you could shoot them on the move. And then at the end of the, the shooting area, there were two eh, five yard partials around a, around a no shoot. So it was only 15 rounds. But you had to draw, get your hits on the plates, and then engage those those targets off to the right on the move, and then at the end come in and, and get hits on the partials. And so, like as a fifteen round stage, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a good example of what a good sort of challenging technical short stage could be. Which is funny because that was actually one of my worst stages of the day. So uh, certainly as a percentage finish, it was it was the worst primarily based on just points. So the targets off to the right were leaning at about a 45 degree angle. And honestly, you don't see that much around here. I don't know that I've really shot those more than ooh, two or three times in my entire life. And I I just, I, you, I don't know if this is a common thing, but I just indexed way low on them. So I was just kind of indexing center of center of the cardboard. And when they were leaning like that, that meant I was, so the first target was Charlie Delta, the target after that was two Charlie, and then I think the one after that was two Charlie, and then the one after that I think was Alpha Charlie. And so of of those four guys on the right, I ended up shooting four Charlies and a Delta, which on a stage where you only where it's fifteen rounds, so seventy five points available, to drop twelve points is yeah, that's a lot. So that really hurt me. Now doing the math on, on stage points coming in. So I came in basically 78% of the stage winner on that one. That only cost me about 16 match points, which is roughly equivalent to coming in 90% on a 32 round field course. So it didn't, it didn't totally bomb me out, but certainly as a percentage finish, that was my worst, which again is funny because I liked this stage a lot. And, and part of that is it challenged me. It was something that I wasn't really prepared for and it, it uh, tested me and so I'd like to do better on stages like that in the future, but I'd also just like to see more of them in the future. Stage four was the second stage on that bay, which was just a real simple speed shoot. It was it was very classifier-ish. It was just a turn and draw to a paper target, a popper, and a paper target, but the th- all three targets were spaced maybe five yards apart. So it was more about indexing to the target, getting your hits, and then moving off. It wasn't it wasn't sort of a big bunch of targets. It was it was indexing between. That one was actually won by the guy who ended up winning B class in production, which is not uncommon on the super short stages. A lot of times you can you can get a stage win on those from people you wouldn't necessarily expect. And 
certainly going in, my attitude was much more about just just collect the points on the paper and get the steal on the first shot. I, I really was not going for the stage win on that one. And I ended up coming in fifth at 90%, which is fine. I uh, dropped one Charlie, but which is about right. I mean, so one Charlie on a on a five-round stage is 92% of points, which is right where you want to be. So I'm not sure I would have wanted to go all A's on that one. But as soon as you start dropping two Charlies or a Delta, you start eating into the total. I mean, it's only, again, 25 points available. So if you're dropping Charlies, every every Charlie you drop is two points. That's 10% of the of the points available on the stage, basically. So that, that adds up real quick on a five-round stage. So really not having the extra the extra time from having to shoot a makeup on the steal, which to give you an idea, so my time, which wasn't spectacular, but my time was 3.11. So again, if you have a three-tenths of a second makeup on a stage like that, again, that's 10% of the, of the stage time that you've just added on. So that's going to bump you from 100% down to 90 or 90 down to 80, that kind of thing. So at every extra shot on a stage like that starts costing you. And so just really going one for one, not having to shoot makeups and not, not eating too many points is, is really the goal there. I think burning it down and going for the stage win is a, is a sucker's bet on something like that, especially for the turn and draw turn and draws. You can, you can mess a lot up. They, they can be a little risky. I mean, obviously you should practice them a lot, but trying to turn and draw and, and rip out a stage win is a, it's a dicey proposition. Uh, stage five right after that, was it was a it was kind of a memory ish stage. It wasn't a full on memory stage, but it was definitely one of the ones that people were talking about. Like get there, get a chance to to look at it. And I so I I will say since this was run as just a level one match and the range is over an hour from where I live, I just showed up early the the morning of the match and gave myself about ninety minutes to walk the eleven stages. And I think that was that was plenty. I think you know some people were talking about driving down a day early. I didn't. I don't think it was really worth it. But this was definitely one of the ones that was good to get a look at before everybody else shot it. it. It was just one of those where a good number of the targets were available anywhere in the shooting area, and some of them were only available from a few spots. And so you really had to know in each position which of the targets you could see you wanted to shoot at, or you had to shoot at there, because there was too many to 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 shoot everything you could see. You'd run out of rounds in production, and you'd end up shooting targets multiple times. I... You know, I, I was kind of okay with this one. I, I picked a, a fairly simple plan. I dropped, so it was 27 rounds. I dropped seven Charlies, which gave me 89% of points, which not super stoked about that. There were two pretty tight no-shoot partials that I would have expected to take at least one Charlie on, if not two, just because there wasn't that much lower A zone available. But still, seven seven was a little bit more, but I can't complain too hard. Came in second at 98%, so... You know, not not trying to burn it down and get the stage win, but just picking a simple, easy to remember plan where I hit everything the first time and, and didn't have to didn't have to hesitate and go back and figure out which targets I missed. Stage six was a, a twenty nine rounder. This one this one really typified what I was talking about at the top of the show, where it was a stage where basically it broke down. So it was an unloaded start, and from that first position where in production you would only have ten rounds in the gun. You could basically from the first two positions, you could either shoot 10 and 8, or I chose to shoot 9 and 9. So it was 18 rounds. And so it was you shot 9 out of the 10 rounds in your gun, did a reload to the next position, shot 9 out of the 11 rounds in your gun. And then at the last position, you needed all 11. So really, you, you at the second position, you could really only shoot one makeup because you needed the one in the chamber when you got to the last position because you pretty much had to shoot to 11 there. 
So that was a stage that I don't think really rewarded speed because there were there were just so many places to to go to slide lock and and so I shot that one deliberately just tried to to not not have too many makeups and I did end up using that one makeup in the in the second position and did shoot pretty good points that was that one ended up being uh, 26 alpha 3 charlie so that's 95% of points I was pretty happy with that and again came in second at 99% so not really trying to push for the stage win, but just trying to, to keep in control, stay out of the no shoots and, and stay away from doing a, a standing reload. Stage seven was a 28 round stage. It used shooting boxes basically as a way to jam a 28 round stage into what well, what's a, a, a pretty small bay, maybe, maybe 10 yards across and 20 yards deep, something like that. It, it's pretty, pretty small bay. You know, if I had my druthers, I'd probably have liked to see some more kind of medium or short length courses there. But obviously, that's that's kind of my bias. As a as a twenty eight round box to box stage, it was pretty straightforward. For me, the the main takeaway on this one is I underestimated it. So we had eleven people on our squad, and just the way that the names were working out, I went first on the first stage, and then I was down towards the end on on all the last or towards as the day went on. And I ended up running the timer on a lot of stages. And this one, I, I, well, I tried to give up the timer and no one took it. And I was like, ah, it's not that bad. It's, it's just a box to box stage. It's not that complicated. And what ended up biting me. So this is actually the first stage where I shot a Delta, uh, which is a good problem to have to, to, to be only worried about shooting Deltas on stages. But when I went to the second box, I indexed on the wrong spot there were some closer targets and there was a far away target and I wanted to index to the far target aim on it and then take the middle guys and then or the close guys and then run run to the middle to the next box and I went to all the right spots but because I didn't hand off the timer with enough time I didn't have those those little visualization elements finished and so the little bits of which box to run to which which target to index on and so I ended up getting a little bit flustered there, dropped that delta, which, you know, is is what it is. To me, that one was more about not underestimating even a, a stage that looks simple and and giving it consideration because it, it deserved it. Stage eight was another one of these. Well, okay, stage eight I'm I'm mixed on. So stage eight was was the close, fast, burn them down hoser stage of the match. It was 32 rounds, and I shot it in sixteen seventy-eight. Uh, one guy shot it in under 16. Looks like most of the most of the competitive scores were were 16 something. Stage winner shot it in 16 and a half for a, a hit factor of 9.1, which in production is is pretty sporty. I mean that basically means you're shooting two alphas every second of the stage, including with time for reloads and and drawing and moving and everything. So yeah, pretty sporty. You you pretty much didn't stop shooting that entire stage. Which I'm okay with, but again, it was it was one of these stages where it, you know jamming a lot of targets into a into a pretty small bay. But given that it definitely, I think it it was good to test that skill and test it in a in a pretty pretty heavily weighted way. You know, a 32 round stage counts a lot towards the final score, uh, according to practice score competitor here. You know, 13.3 percent of the of the the stage or of the match win was was that stage. So you definitely had to be able to keep up in that kind of run and gun fast stuff. I came in fourth at 94%, shot 90% of points again because of a delta. So this was two stages in a row where I was throwing deltas where I shouldn't have been. 
And that one honestly was really embarrassing. It was, it was on like a four yard target. I just was starting to, to pull off it too early, which that's always annoying when you, you call it, but you're either already into the reload or you've already left position. There's nothing you can do about it. But even if it had been a Charlie, it still would have only been 91% of points shot. So it was just, I mean, you were barely seeing your sights. Most of the targets were five yards or closer on the move, just, just weaving your way through this stage. So it, it was definitely fun. It was definitely a challenge. Uh, but I can't beat myself too bad, beat myself up too bad about the points on that one. Stage nine was, it was interesting. So this was, this was pretty much a full on memory stage. And not only was it a memory stage, it was a high point value memory stage. So it had two shooting areas. You stepped into the first shooting area. There were five targets available. You just shot everything you could see from there. And then you ran to the end and there was a, a small triangle shaped shooting area, maybe three or four yards on a side that had 11 targets in it that, that you had to, to find and, and shoot. So it was a 32-round stage, worth a lot of match points, and not the easy, not the hardest memory stage I've ever seen. I, I was able, you know, looking walking it through before the match, I was able to work out a fairly simple stage plan. It did involve basically doing standing reloads because I there was no point in moving more, but it, it was a pretty simple plan that was easy to remember and easy to not get lost on. And then going into it, I, I was just thinking about just shooting points, not not worrying about getting mixed up in the order, just trusting the, the plan, and then just on each target, make sure to make sure to get two alphas. And I ended up shooting that one, 30 alpha, two Charlie for 97% of points shot, which I was I was pretty stoked about that one. That's uh that's about as, as good as I could hope for. Only came in fourth on that one, uh, at ninety-two percent. I, I was definitely a little slow. I was about looks like about two two or three seconds off the pace, but I really wasn't I wasn't too worried about it. I was just trying to hang on, shoot good points on that one, and, and stay in the race and and not lose it on that on that stage. The next bay was another doubled up bay. They had a, a little I thought pretty interesting little ten round speed shoot. So it was you had a paper target and half of a plate rack available from one shooting box. And then you run to the other shooting box and you could see the other half of the plate rack and another paper target. So 10 rounds, really the main choice, especially in production was, do you reload between the boxes? And I told myself, no, don't reload, go one for one on the steel. Don't go crazy trying to leave too early or shoot too early coming in. Just shoot high confidence shots and, and skip the reload and move aggressively. I think it worked out. That was, that was one of my two stage wins for the match, which, you know, I mean, given that it's only a 50 point stage really didn't didn't earn me a whole ton but it was kind of cool to to get a stage win on that one and that was mostly just by I think by going one for one on the steel I, I did drop one Charlie so nine alpha one Charlie for 96 percent of points shot yeah you know I'll take it and then the the other quick stage on that one was the classifier because this was a level one match so it did it did have a classifier even though it itself won't count as a classifier the, the whole match won't count, but this stage will. And it was 08036, which is turn to a turn and draw to a five yard hardcover partial, mini popper, big popper, and then I think a seven yard hardcover partial. So very quick. I, I've definitely shot this classifier before. I wasn't really, I, I really was not trying to burn it down necessarily, but I knew that the key to it was was just out of the holster on the turn and draw, just indexing that first target and just not really confirming your sights too much because it's it's only a five-yard target. You've got the whole A zone available. 
you know, call the shots if you need a makeup. The nice thing is in, in production, you, you have rounds to make it up. If you see your sights go into the black, make it up. But but don't really over confirm the sights before you break the first shot just because you don't you don't really have the time. And as it happened, I, I didn't need it, didn't uh, didn't have to confirm much. Shot all alphas on the, the paper, at least the, the, the two paper in 272, which actually works out to be a 98% classifier, which I really was not going for. But it's cool that that happened at a match. And that, that was another stage win, which, but again, uh, it's what, 30 points? So I won a 30-point and a 50-point stage, so yippee. But after that, it was, uh, we were definitely getting, we got back to the, the larger bays that, that we'd started on at the, the beginning of the day, and we had two stages left, and it was definitely, the sun was kind of falling behind the berm, and or getting close to, to, to setting. And it was definitely, you know, the, the day was starting to wind down, so the, the challenge was just, you know, keep it going. I, I remember thinking to myself, you know, you've been shooting solid, you've been shooting good points, but you can don't don't get complacent. You can always blow that up and and just lose it all on one stage. You know, just dropping a couple mics or a, a mic no shoot or having to do a couple unplanned reloads can just can just scotch everything. So you know, you've been shooting well, but but don't don't get complacent here. You know, keep the same mindset going forward. And so stage one, second to last stage of the day. It was just a 27 round, pretty straightforward stage. Not a lot of options in, you kind of had to go to the same spot. Everybody had to go to pretty much the same spots and shoot the same targets, but there was a little bit of flexibility in how to enter positions, how to exit, kind of what targets to take on the move and and what to take entering and, and leaving and what order to engage them in, which I thought made it a, a pretty interesting stage. 27 rounds, 24 alpha. Now it was, there were nine steel targets. So this isn't all paper, but uh, yeah, 24 alphas, three Charlies for 95% of points shot, which I was pretty happy with. Came in second at 95%. You know, that that's fine at this point. I'm, I'm not, again, not trying to go for stage wins, just trying to, to chug along. And stage two, last stage of the day, again, had the same thought about don't don't get complacent. This this definitely was a stage. This was a one of the bigger stages of the of the day and had some of the most movement. And some still had some pretty decently far shots, so I think it was probably one of the more challenging stages of the day. And like I said, had had a lot of movement, and coming to it last probably wouldn't have necessarily been my choice. But you know, it, it was what it was. I wasn't I wasn't letting myself think too much about that. But this one, I had a, a very uncharacteristic problem where basically the the setting the sun was just peeking out over the berms, and it it was giving gorgeous front lighting. This is, this is my theory, but it was giving gorgeous front lighting to this half plate rack that you had to draw to at about, about 10 yards. So just on the verge of, you can't get away with target focus distance. And when I, when I drew to it, I, I whiffed a couple times and I, my stage plan, I shot that I was going to shoot that half plate rack, a popper, and then three paper targets. So I was already planning to shoot to 10 and came out of the holster and was shooting that plate rack, and I I had three misses on it, which is which is a lot. I, I was going one for one on steel for the most part for the entire match. So that was that was pretty surprising. Ended up just doing a throwing in a that unplanned reload, like I mentioned earlier. Transitioned across to the other the other paper. As it happened, that kind of worked out because the I was able to delay a, a later reload on the fly, which was kind of cool. I, I really was not thinking contingency plans on that one too hard, but but I was able to to put it together and 
make up for that one and not lose too, too much time. I mean, I definitely was off the pace. The two people who basically tied for first, one shot it in 25 and a half, the other shot it in 26 and a half, and I shot it in like 30, which I also, I did have my only, my, my only gun problem of the match, which was just a, a case that stove piped in the, uh, in the ejection port. I think it was probably just a, a slightly light powder charge, and so it didn't quite fully cycle the slide, and so it, it, it got jammed in the ejection port. Cost me maybe two seconds just to tip the gun over and rack it out, which, honestly, the fact that I haven't had a lot of jams like that and just picked that up and dealt with it and, and didn't even think about it, um, I was fairly proud of that. But as far as stages go, it, it definitely hurt me. I lost about 16 match points on that one. Came in eighth at 89%. Still shot good points, though. Shot 94% of points with a 25 alpha for Charlie. So the reason I, you know, I go through all this is just to kind of show that the, the, the what went into, I feel like, my performance at this match, which is really not being extremely fast, not shooting, you know, any kind of crazy burn it down runs, but just, just trying to be in that 90% zone on every stage, especially the big ones, you know, not trying to go for the stage wins necessarily but just staying in the mix across all 11 stages because it's a long day. There were a lot of tough targets, a lot of no shoots out there, a lot of hard cover. And so it was just, I, you know, I was just trying to, to shoot it clean and, and stay away from the, the penalties and, and stay in the mix on each stage. And, you know, it's, it's hard to argue with, with the outcome. Now, I definitely will say that I was not, I was not doing what I've been practicing all year as far as gripping the gun well watching the match video the gun is really flipping a lot in my hand now it was flipping very repeatably very reliably so it was always kind of coming back to where i expected it so it wasn't slowing me down too much but definitely was shooting slower splits than i was used to and and just being more deliberate but i think part of that was also just the style of stages and the amount that i was aiming i don't think i was gripping as hard because i was focusing more on getting really smooth really precise trigger presses in theory, you know, there there shouldn't be a, a tension there. You should be able to have both. And, and that's something I'll have to continue to work on. So definitely not a, a flawless performance in that sense. And, and there's definitely still room to improve there. I mean, this this was a, this sort of strategy and, and style of approaching each stage is sort of fits my style and my mentality. And I think it works at smaller matches, but especially once you start getting to, to big matches where pretty much everybody even across a 21 stage nationals, people can can stay away from the no shoots and the penalties pretty well. Then just being consistent <laughs> isn't enough. I think I think kind of consistency won me this match, but it definitely is not the the end all be all formula. There's there's definitely going to be other people who are also as consistent as I am, and so I also have to be as fast as they are. So that's that's something that that I'll take away from this match. Again, I haven't really done all, all my analysis of this and nationals and, and all that yet to really figure out what next year is going to look like training plan wise, but definitely keeping up with the, all the grip changes that I've talked about this year and, and really just hammering it home. So the, so the gun is just really locked in and, and not moving around as much while still maintaining, you know, good points and, and not jerking the trigger too much, but it was a good match. Um, I'm happy, you know, happy with the outcome. I honestly didn't, didn't really know how it was going to all shake out. I, I made sure not to I was shooting on the last of three days. Everybody sort of shot on their own day, and I, I made sure not to look at practice score competitor uh, until until all the shooting was done, just because I I knew it would it would mess with my head. So uh, I was I was happy to see it. it it worked out, and it was 
I think it was a, a pretty good match and uh, I enjoyed shooting it and who knows where the, where the section will be next year, but I, I definitely always enjoy shooting the, the matches at this range at Carolina Guns and Gear. So that wraps up this episode of Short Course. If you want to get in touch, my email is podcast at barryshooting.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Ben Barry Shooting or on Instagram at bsberry. I post match videos at youtube.com slash benberryuspsa, including the video for this match, which is already up. Talk to you next time.